This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. everyone welcome back to another episode of booty and the binge my name is jinu and with me i have my dear dear friend adi hi adi hi jinu hi everyone welcome back to another episode so for those of you who are joining us for the very first time this is a podcast where two queer folks from india talk about their lives and we also discuss one piece of queer content uh, be it a movie a tv series a docu series etc etc and at the end of the podcast we are going to give you our verdict as to whether or not you should binge it so stick around for that so adi how was your week rather two weeks because we have skipped one week so let's just give up like fill up our backlog yes and in fact uh one of our listeners actually pinged us yes and said hey listen i was i was waiting for your uh podcast where's your podcast where's the episode and um we are sorry we were really caught up uh suddenly i i think both for jinu and me like the the work pressure kind of got really hectic not that it has gone down but we decided that hey you know what it's never going to get down and like we cannot stop uh what we are really passionate about which is this podcast and you listeners so uh we are back and even after a very hectic work day we were like okay we will record and we will make our episode today so uh that's what's been up for us <laughs> um yeah in general a very hectic work week work week that's true that's true yeah. like i've been buried and drowned in work but this is what gives me a lot of mental peace like when i'm recording this podcast i don't think about work at all so that way i'm really this is my happy place <laughs> yes yes and we hope that it's a happy place for our listeners as well absolutely absolutely right. um so uh Gino you know talking about work pressure and um, I've seen this trend that uh, as soon as it becomes work from home and personally for me I do not get a closure when it's work from home vis a vis when I would you know go to office and just come back home I know exactly that you know work has been shut the shop has been closed and i do not have to think about work i have to think about other troubles in my life but now because of work from home i'm 24/7 in the work mode you know my emails are constantly buzzing and i feel that it kind of is uh, you know affecting me in so many ways uh, definitely physical because i am not leaving my chair i'm constantly sitting uh, you know in front of my screen but i also feel that it has started affecting me mentally mm-hmm. uh in a lot of ways and uh, you know i i mean i'm i'm quite open about the fact that i have started taking uh, uh therapy and that is really helping me but what are your thoughts about mental health and you know how should one be taking care of themselves and especially from a queer perspective how important is mental health 
I first of all don't think I am the right person to answer this question because I am somebody who knows you shouldn't prioritize your work on every uh, above everything else, but still does that. So you also know this. So I don't think I am the right person to answer how to compartmentalize things because I never do. <laughs> I unfortunately never do. Uh, talking about mental health, actually, this week was particularly tough for me. uh not just because of the workload because workload is something i can definitely handle uh there was this really uh really devastating news that i got uh, okay so for those uh who might not be comfortable with a topic like this for them this is a trigger warning because i'm going to be using the s word so if you are not comfortable you can skip the next 2 minutes of this podcast uh so i have talked about how i really love pageants and there was this really devastating news that came in in the pageant world uh, on monday uh, miss usa 2019 chesley crest she passed away uh, she committed a suicide and uh, i still can't put it in words because i am somebody i was a fan uh, she was literally one of my all time favorite beauty queens for all the things she, that she has done she's truly a, i mean i have, i will have to say was now but she was truly an accomplished woman she was a lawyer plus mba uh, who won miss usa and after miss usa she was working as a practicing lawyer plus she was be uh, she was a tv host and she was successful in both the careers uh, and i followed her social media religiously she was a ball of joy she was beaming positivity this is that kind of a person and suddenly a news like this has come and i was really shocked and i understand that i was only looking at this from the window of social media so at my first reaction was okay maybe you know the life on social media can be very different from your real life so let me check out stories of her friends uh, there were a lot of media interviews around it uh, her family friends everybody was being interviewed because she was in fact a very successful tv host she had interviewed everybody from lady gaga to uh, rihana and every possible superstar out there so there was a lot of media attention i checked out those interviews and everybody across the board was saying there was there were no signs everybody was was describing her as this this ray of sunshine sunshine personified all of these people were uh, using these adjectives about her and that to me was very scary because then i started thinking about my personal life and what if somebody i know very well is going through something really really difficult and they are not talking about this there is no way you can be there for that person right because even in this person's case even in chesley's case uh, there was this interview heartbreaking interview with her best friend where her best friend said we used to talk literally every day about everything that's happening in our lives did i not do enough did i not ask her enough if you are going through something there is no answer to that question right because at the end of the day something like this comes down to you so this is really weird even i have been through depression and now that i think about it when i was going through that at that time also i did everything i possibly could to hide it because there is so much shame attached to it that you don't want others yeah. to find out even my closest friends didn't know only my parents knew about it because they noticed changes in me but at the same time with god's grace i was able to pull myself out of it 
maybe a friend maybe somebody you know might not be able to do that so i feel like yeah. all you can do is always be kind to people always keep checking on your friends talk to them about their personal lives especially when you, we are from the queer community a community which is unfortunately really plagued with mental health issues a lot of us go through depression a lot of us go through anxieties because of all the societal things that we face and it's not yeah. it's not an easy life it is definitely not an easy life uh, whether you decide to come out or not we are part of a community where it's even more so important for us to keep checking on each other that's the only takeaway i had and it's still really scary for me it's really scary for me to think maybe something like this could happen to a person really near and dear to me and what if i am not there for them yeah absolutely it's it's quite valid and in fact uh, you know since you brought up um queer people especially uh, and you know the queer community being plagued with mental health so i have a little bit of perspective around it uh, you know throughout the our childhood we've been conditioned to uh, hide a lot of things right from our sexuality our gender identity how we feel our political ideas our creative expressions everything needs to be hidden because for some reason it doesn't match with the cis het uh, you know mainstream society and mental health also becomes an aspect since we are so good at hiding things we start hiding a lot of our mental health issues as well and uh, we just do not know who to talk about you know about a lot of things so for instance somebody uh, is depressed or has anxiety because of a queer issue uh, you know them not really uh, you know able to uh, understand or articulate their gender identity or just talk about uh, their sexual attraction towards somebody they would try to keep it hidden and we all know that once you keep things hidden it becomes the it becomes the problem right uh, so i feel that it's it's a major major problem uh, in the queer community comes from the fact that we are hiding things constantly um, and we really really have to learn you know how to uh, live to our fullest and let everything out and you know prioritize ourselves for once and just learn to live and i think that brings us to the the show that we are going to discuss in this episode uh so let's let's begin our discussion on that jinu absolutely so the show we are going to talk about today is queer eye and i'm really happy about this because the show we did just before this was coming out colton and we were so supremely disappointed with that show that we wanted like a antidote to that show a show that is like 180 degree different from what we saw in coming out colton and there couldn't have been a better alternative than queer eye so that's what we are going to discuss about today so adi do you want to introduce our listeners to queer eye i want to yes in fact i feel that this show needs no uh, introduction but still but still you know for for the ones who uh, have no clue what we are talking about uh, i'll i'll start with uh, telling you a little bit about the show so queer eye is an american reality show uh, it basically has two main character sets okay um, the fab 5 and the hero and now let me tell you who the fab 5 are so fab 5 consists of antony 
uh, who is the uh, food and wine expert, Tan France, who is the fashion expert, Karamo, who is the culture expert, Bobby, who is the design expert, and Jonathan Van Ness, my favorite, who is the grooming expert. Now, these are the Fab Five, and what they do is every episode, they pick an individual called the hero of the, of the episode, and they spend a week with the hero, and uh, completely transform their life, bring a lot of joy, and uh, just completely change their lives. Uh, now, the show has been very successful. Uh, in fact, uh, by the end of last year, they released their sixth season, and uh, the stories they covered this time, the kind of people they covered this time, they, they definitely upped their game, and uh, they left our eyes a bit moist and, and you know at the end of many many episodes um and in fact you know booty and the binge being a, a queer podcast we should have done this long long back Absolutely. but uh, you know queer eye is the the queer show um and it you know it, it it's fantastic it's legendary it's iconic um but finally we are doing it and um, we just cannot wait. Like, I cannot wait to dive deep into this. Uh, so, yeah, Jinu, uh, that was me introducing the show. Do you want to begin with uh, your experience about season six? Absolutely. Actually, before that, uh, apparently there was the original Queer Eye, which was in early 2000s. And uh, Carson Kressley from uh, Drag Race, he was the fashion expert on yeah. that one. So yeah, this show is yeah. essentially a revival of that. But this Fab Five, oh my God, this Fab Five is so fabulous in every sense possible. I love each and every one of them. Uh, JVN, of course, JVN is love. But apart from JVN also, yeah. I love all of them. Karamo, oh my God, Karamo is so hot. Oh my God. Oh my God. I follow Karamo on Instagram. He is like supremely, supremely hot. Like they're very inspiring. Each one of them, whenever they say anything, I'm like, oh my God, that was a quote. Yeah. See the difference. I'm talking about their hotness and Adi is talking about how inspiring they are. <laughs> so uh, one of the things is uh, that I noticed is the hero of the episode I feel like Hero is the one who makes or breaks the episode because each of the episodes follows a very specific structure. They start driving around in the uh, city and they start reading profiles of one of the heroes that they have in that season. And then they go visit that, uh, that hero's place. And then they go through their wardrobe. They go through their entire house. First of all, how is each and every yeah. person's house so untidy? <laughs> Do production yeah. team members yeah. go there and make the place a mess? Because <laughs> I've never come across a oh single episode where their like cupboard is like neatly placed and like all the clothes are arranged. Yeah. Always there is like a massive pile of clothes. When you go in the bathroom, there's like a massive pile of all the products. <laughs> And then all of these. I knew if I knew that like a, a a whole army of TV production team is going to come to my house, I would get it cleaned. Absolutely. My mom would make sure. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, the heroes just leave their house as it is because they know that somebody else is going to come and deck it up. So maybe that's the plan, I guess. Absolutely. And then uh, they spend a week uh, with the hero. And during this week, uh, they uh, get like a complete overhaul. Uh, so, uh, Tam, obviously Tam France is the fashion expert. So, he's going to give you uh, fashion tips, which I 
Oh, absolutely love. That's my favorite part of the uh, each episode. I'm always looking forward to how uh, he is going to tell a specific piece of clothing for a specific body shape so kind of like taking tips from there it's really fun jvn is always a delight i really want to know how does bobby pull off a home makeover in 70s how is that possible exactly how is that possible? and i only in most episodes i only see bobby lifting things up putting them around and i'm like so okay even we got a, a living room renovation done it took more than a month it literally took and like we we had to live in a very cramped way because of course we are living in mumbai in a 1 bhk if you're getting one thing renovated the biggest challenge is where will you move the rest and how will you continue with life uh but here in 7 days i mean you and know the, the, the entire is, it's album. like uh, so uh, the uh, the hero of the episode uh, that hero has gone out with let's say jvn or antony and when they come back the home is yeah. completely new <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like I want this. Yeah, the most I can do is put up fairy lights, <laughs> and that's the makeover I can provide in like two hours of you going out of your house. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Maybe our listeners in the US can let us know, uh, if it is that easy to renovate your houses, and uh, you know how it's actually done, or is just a TV, you know, way of showing home renovations. Acha now yeah. talking about the hero that we loved in this season uh, and that hero's name yeah. is Angel uh, there's this the second episode of season 6 is called Angel gets her wings and it's the most most touching episode i have come across on queer eye it uh, it just melted I, my heart at so many times throughout the episode uh, do you want to uh, tell our listeners about the episode absolutely and in fact jinu saw it first and he messaged me saying that oh my god this episode is waterworks and i was like what what is he talking about and then i saw the episode and i was like okay one needs to keep a box of tissue papers ready before you know hitting the play button so uh, basically angel gets her wings has angel who is a trans woman and a power lifter and a power lifting coach um now you know while she's she's very confident when um, she's in the gym powerlifting but at the same time she is still not in tune with her femininity and uh, she's still struggling with just living her feminine side to the fullest and that's exactly fab 5 uh you know enter uh, and uh, they completely transform her life and help her feel a lot more confident and uh, you know also help her with um, you know very specific points like she feels anxious while shopping you know and there have been times when she completely had a breakdown at a shopping center which i completely related with and uh, i think that's why you know that that's why this episode was so emotional because i saw myself in angel you know i have a certain idea about myself and i've been pushing but i'm not pushing enough and i'm not realizing it enough and uh, constantly feeling that i'm not enough and getting you know anxious about that so i think that that's exactly what the episode was about um, what were your thoughts jinu anything which uh, you kind of picked up i really loved the part where they brought her father and her closer together so again comparing yeah. this with coming out colton coming out colton uh, both of us had this review that none of the reactions felt genuine 
whereas in this particular case yeah. the reactions were so genuine oh my god it was i just couldn't stop crying while watching it it was so heartfelt uh, so angel's father uh, who introduced angel to sports when she was a kid uh and then he, he had a lot of dreams for angel uh that she should achieve this and she should achieve that uh but after a point where she came out to him as a transgender person he decided to walk out of her life and uh yeah. this was also the time where uh, angel discovered that she could actually be a weightlifter and she started training for it and she actually started winning a lot of medals for it but by that point she yeah. didn't have her father to cheer her on uh, which was very very yeah. very heartbreaking so uh, karamo uh, as fabulous as he is decides to reconnect yeah. uh, the father and the daughter and he brings the yeah. father uh, he goes and talks to him about why does he not want to talk to angel and one of the yeah. things that really really touched a chord with me was uh, the father said what if i look at her and i don't recognize her and i don't see my child in that that was such a valid concern i mean you have to yeah. put yourself in their shoes also while they are giving these responses yeah. that was actually a valid concern but then karamo brings him over to meet with angel and in that moment there she is that's the person that he always knew it was so yeah. beautiful it was so beautiful oh my god i'm having chills just talking about this right now but yeah that's <laughs> in fact uh, talking about karamo i feel that karamo was my favorite amongst the fab 5 in this episode because he said such profound things especially his views on coming out how he uh, completely disagrees with you know the term coming out yes, and like yeah. why should you know it's such an enlightening moment for me why should as queer people uh, you know we be coming out and seeking other people's acceptance it's more that it's more like them you know uh, us letting them in us letting all you know you know our near and dear ones in so it's it's like a letting in process more than us coming out that was very enlightening for me and uh, the, the whole idea about uh, you know how we are constantly seeking for validation from uh, from our families from the mainstream society in general um and uh, we don't really have to do that you know as queer people if somebody does not agree with us uh especially about how we want to live our life something as personal as that we can just let them go instead of you know being hurt and being sad about uh somebody else not giving us the validation so those were some really enlightening points for me and i loved karamo in this episode i hope he is listening another thing that i loved about this episode was how this episode literally at every minute was breaking so many stereotypes breaking so many norms uh for example angel before she decided to transition had a girlfriend and this yeah. girlfriend decided to stay with her even post transition and they are still together and this to me was such an important moment because often times for people confuse gender identity with sexual sexuality which is not the case your gender mm. identity can be different yeah. your sexuality can also be different and that was conveyed so beautifully in that episode also her girlfriend's name is katya <laughs> which was yes. also oh very my fabulous. god I'm- <laughs> 
Yes, I was I was gagging. I was like, wow, like it that's a real name. I thought that was a drag name. Absolutely. And it was like so unreal. I was I was really living for them. I was like, this is the best couple I have ever seen in my life. The moments of them yeah. being together when uh, Katya came back and saw Angel in her new clothes that uh, she was uh, put up in by the Fab Five and uh, the reactions yeah. that they had Oh my god it was so 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 genuinely cute wow it was cuteness overload it was amazing uh but apart from this episode one another episode which kind of really stayed with me uh is called community allied and it features uh dr jerica uh jinu uh, have you seen that episode yes yes, yes i have uh, i have seen that episode as well yeah yeah so it basically has dr jerica um who opens her own covid-19 vaccination center and a testing clinic especially for the underprivileged uh, people from her community because definitely they don't have access to these resources and uh, basically dr jerica is constantly working 24/7 at the cost of her physical and mental health and uh, I think through Fab Five, uh, what I gathered was that she's learning how to take a step back sometimes, and actually care for herself as well because even she is important. You know, taking care of herself is as important as taking care of the community. And uh, for some reason, that episode reminded me of you oh. because <laughs> I have seen you work twenty four seven. And uh, for our listeners, let me just tell you. I mean. you know jinu and i we we have lived uh, on a campus like if we haven't spoken enough about this on our on a podcast but uh, we we have uh, lived at a residential uh, mba program for 2 years and i have seen jinu constantly work and i think he continues to do that as well uh, and just like dr jerica uh, i feel that jinu hardly takes out time for himself as well Yeah, thank you so yeah. much for saying all those things the d- only difference is dr jerica was doing it for other people i only do it for earning money for myself <laughs> well girl got to make money girl got to make money absolutely britney spears yeah, has mean, said it she's she said if you want a lamborghini you better work bitch so i'm working <laughs> but like uh, you know i mean the kind of work that dr jerica is doing uh, we cannot compare anything on planet Absolutely. earth with that she's actually working for the community uh but even that show firstly person of color uh getting the, the the right kind of voice seeing somebody that ambitious and that confident literally going out and doing so much uh for the community um and fab 5 just coming in and you know telling her that she can chill she can let other people also drive the thing sometimes and she can actually relax also you know, that episode really reminded me how much we ourselves put ourselves in a box we think okay this is what is going to look good on me i'm just going to be like this i'm not going to explore any other options which is what dr jerica was also doing whenever she was shopping for clothes she was like okay i have to look this way because this is how patients are going to like me so i will wear this wig yeah. i will wear this a particular piece of clothing all because i want to be make sure that i look better for my patients not thinking about yeah. what she feels more comfortable in not thinking about what makes her feel more happy so that i felt 
is so important we all of us do that also there is one more yeah. episode that stood out to me and it stood out to me for a yeah. very different reason uh, it's the very last episode okay, okay? Uh, this episode had a budding rapper uh and this rapper mm. apparently when uh, dualipa and katy perry performed in india uh, he opened for them so right before mm. yeah right before pandemic started his rap career was really taking off and then pandemic started and everything came to a halt and now he has no motivation to work uh, and uh, basically fab 5 is there to like bring his mojo back and in this particular episode fab 5 fucking completes his entire marketing campaign they do a complete photo shoot for him <laughs> they do everything they put up a show for him i am like oh my god i need fab 5 to come in my life i need fab 5 right yeah. now i want to photo shoot for myself like that <laughs> like so many people will kill to have fab 5 tell them this is what going to be your background for your photo shoot this is what you are going to wear for your photo shoot and all of this is for free and not just that at the end when bobby renovates the entire house he buys them like a complete set for his music production new mac laptops and new new uh, mac uh, computers and everything i am like oh my god what is their budget in this <laughs> are they getting all of this yes. for free <laughs> you're talking about that i mean uh, i have a question about uh, like the expenses for all the reality tv shows where they give a makeover mm. and especially where they give like a complete transformation to your wardrobe those are like 10 to 20 clothes and i'm like who's going to pay for it i hope the contestant is not paying for the clothes I don't um, think so. I yeah, think yeah. a lot of those clothes. I don't know. Uh, like every reality show has a costume department. I'm just hoping it's not a case where they just like showcase those clothes for the episode and then take them all away. <laughs> like yeah. think if that yeah. that happens. Like uh, time pass is showing you. Okay, this is what you should wear. This is what looks good on you. And as soon as the cameras go off, yeah. he just picks you, picks it up, and puts it in the bag and leaves. <laughs> Yeah. you wanted you buy it from us <laughs> you you buy it from us. or even even this uh, home makeover that we have been talking about that bobby does in 7 days what if it's just like a movie set <laughs> it's just like a set yeah. all of those are like fake walls on top of your real walls <laughs> and once the episode is over yeah. they just take it all down <laughs> oh my god oh my god i hope not and i i'm sure like uh, you know if we think rationally about it uh the 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 show producers must be earning so much more you know from the little bit of investment that they and make and i'm so sure they get all... like local sponsors because wherever they go whichever city they are in they usually take stuff from the local stores uh and they do give oh, shout yes. outs to the, these stores like for for example if bobby yeah. is going to like a home decor shop then they talk about that store yeah. also and the identity of that store or or even anthony for that mm. matter when he goes to like restaurants and all where he takes the hero for a cooking experience they talk about the history of that restaurant the history of that owner and stuff like that yeah. so i think through local sponsorships maybe they fund all of these things yeah talking about cooking experience i just have one question in every episode they teach the hero to make just one dish <laughs> and uh, then the hero only makes that dish for the guests or like whatever the the scene is so i'm like okay how is you know uh, my my cooking experience or other cooking skills going to improve by just knowing one dish 
but i am sure like you know they cannot overhaul the whole show and like i don't show think, 10 dishes yeah, i don't think teaching that cooking dish is for learning how to cook it's more about how cooking is therapeutic like for example mm-hmm. uh in angels episode they did that with angels mother you remember yeah or in the last yes. episode i talked about uh, that rapper did that uh, cooking sec- uh, session with his son and during that session he actually mm. found out his son is in fact interested in cooking and wants to become a chef he didn't even mm. know about that he mm. found out about that during yeah. that process and i agree cooking mm. is therapeutic when you are cooking you are in a different zone and uh, especially when yeah. you when you are cooking with somebody near and dear to you that's even more enjoyable because you really connect and bond with them so i think that segment mm. is more about that bonding and less about learning how to cook adi <laughs> now it makes sense now it makes sense i think this time listeners are going to judge me uh, for my understanding of like makeover reality tv a lot i think but it's okay i i i don't mind sounding uh, stupid sometimes but sometimes i'm profound as well right yeah, you are Listeners, most of the times like you are you are the profound one and i am the sleazy one <laughs> <laughs> so adi are you going to give this show a booty or a binge definitely a binge and you have to binge it this weekend i mean it's been uh, more than a month now since it's out on netflix and anybody who hasn't binged it must binge it this weekend please add it in your to do list it's a must and it will totally uplift and uh, probably give you a very motivational and inspired february to look after to uh, so jinu um, uh, what about you would you give this a booty or a binge so i have a slightly different opinion i feel like the quality of the episode depends completely on the hero of the episode so some of the episodes i enjoyed a lot and some of the episodes i just couldn't watch i just like skipped through them so um from that point of view i will give this a soft booty and a soft binge uh, i would suggest maybe before watching the season you could just read up about who are all the characters in this season and then watch the uh, characters that you are interested in uh, that's how uh, yeah. i would approach this show but since we were reviewing we i watched pretty much all of the episodes but i like i said a lot of these episodes i just couldn't sit through like there is this one episode which has a straight cowboy i was like no i don't <laughs> need this in my life i can't watch this <laughs> so yeah that's my verdict all right so a soft booty and a soft a soft booty both. and a soft binge both yeah <laughs> nice nice all right and with that we have come to the end of this episode uh we hoped you like listening to us uh why don't you just tell us about it by uh dropping us an email because a lot of our listeners are doing that uh our email id is bootyandthebinge@gmail.com you can obviously reach out to us in a lot of easier and more popular ways like social media we are on instagram our handle is bootyandthebinge uh find us dm us and uh, we would love to hear back from you um also you know we hope that you're just enjoying listening to our podcast if you do just follow us on spotify or on any other channel where you can find our podcast uh, we love making it and uh, we hope that you love listening to it as well uh, so stay tuned for more because we are not going to stop and uh, you know a, a very good bye have a great weekend Chase,